Welcome to Clean Break, the divorce podcast. Host Darren Javak and Tina Murray share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all of the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Good morning, Tina. Uh, who do we have lined up for today's show? Good morning, Darren. So this morning we have uh, Peter Moffat. He is with a company named Chosen Hill Inc. He is from Kempfel, has uh, been doing this particular profession for about 11 years. And uh, what is his profession? Well, he is a, I guess, easiest way to say is he's a general contractor. He does uh, small contracting jobs, a handyman and that kind of thing. And he, uh, like I said, was is from Kempfel, has a couple kids, is married, is quite involved with the community. So welcome to the show this morning, Peter. Thank you. Uh, you're involved with Sea Habitat for Humanity. That's a good fit. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things I've always uh, had a strong feeling about. I, I make my living out of the community, and uh, uh, it's important to me to give back. Um, and I've been on a, on a few builds, and because of my experience uh, and my skills, uh, I'm able to to uh, to help others learn and, and to get right in. Mm. What, so tell us a little bit about your story. Like, uh, so you're in Kempville. You live in Kempville. Yep. Right. And where'd you come from? Have you always been in Kempville? Oh God, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, born in Montreal. Okay. Uh, uh, moved to St. Catharines in '75. Yeah. Uh, was there for 25-ish years. Job transfer to the UK to England. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there for five years. Uh, then back to St. Catharines. Um, and 2007, uh, marriage breakdown. I ended up in Toronto, um, and was there for a while. Met uh, Sharon, my 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 current partner. Sorry, and I said you were married. But yeah, that's okay. Then I, as I was looking, I paused. I'm like, oh crap. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, we both. Sharon did, is in the room here yes, too, and she yes. did give me the stink eye when I said <laughs> yeah. that you guys were married. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad word. In our life, um, uh, and we both wanted out of Toronto. Right. We didn't like it. Right. We didn't like living in the big city. And uh, Sharon actively uh, pursued uh, finding a new job based in Eastern Ontario. We decided that that's where we wanted to be. Uh, was fortunate enough to to get a, a good job with Desjardins Insurance, and uh, we moved uh, April two years ago. Great. Um, I, I I did have a successful small contracting and handyman business there, so I've been in the rebuilding mode. But I seem to be back. As it were, I'm busy again, mm-hmm. very busy, um, and you know, I don't have it. Neither of us have any intention of wanting to leave Kempville. We've got a nice little piece of the world uh, uh, here, right on the edge of town, and it it suits us to a T. Yeah, it is a nice community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, that's good. So, Peter, this is clean break. This is a podcast about divorce. Right. Why are you here? <laughs> Okay. No, and you know what? I, I think you know the the question for me is that we are talking about divorce and separating clients and or separating people, people people who are separating. And so, I, I think it's important for us to 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 give them that tell them why yeah. you're here and how you can help somebody. Okay. Well, first of all, um, because I do so many different things, uh, I'm a good resort. Excuse me, a good resource. For somebody going through that who already has enough stress right mm-hmm. they don't want to call a plumber and electrician and a painter and a carpenter to do 
small little jobs because, first of all, you'll never get them to your door. Mm -hmm. And second of all, they want to charge you a significant amount for a service call just to show up. Whereas I'll come out and I'll do like a honeydew list of 15 things. Mm -hmm. This, that, the other thing. Stress-free. And it seems that I have had a lot of customers in that category. So that's one reason I'm here. I am divorced. Mm -hmm. I understand Mm -hmm. what that whole thing, that whole piece of life is about. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think that... uh, uh, somebody who is going through those difficult times needs less stress. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I am one of those people who can give them less stress. I, I can come in and say, you know, you don't have to replace the whole bathroom. We can mm-hmm. do this. Right. Two or three small things, update it. I'm thinking in terms of somebody who is trying to, to uh, uh, sell their property and wants to maximize what they've got. Um, or somebody who is keeping the property but has to deal with a few outstanding issues that perhaps their former partner was going to look after. Or now that they're on a tight budget, they can't do all the 15 things on the honeydew list right well i'll do two or three today and next week when the next paycheck comes in and they're they've got a little bit more disposable income i'll do items five through seven that's 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 fine with me you know it's funny before i um before i i was married um i thought a honeydew list was melons <laughs> You're making a list of melons, like honeydew melons or something, and then I got married, and then I kind of like started putting the words together, saying, "Honey, can you do this? Honey, can you do this?" And I'm like, "That's where the list comes from." <laughs> so there are a lot of a lot of my customers have Peter do lists. Peter do lists. Peter, there yeah. you go. <laughs> and they save them up until there there's enough to make it worth their while. But like I said in in my intro. Uh, it, it's not. It, it wasn't unusual for me to go and literally hang a mirror for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were a little bit afraid. You know, it's a mirror. All, all the bad luck associated with mirrors. Yeah, and then you know m- more jobs would come from that. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it's. Uh, it also has to do with their resources. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going through some sort of a breakup. You're paying a lawyer, you're maybe paying a counselor, you're mm-hmm. trying to reorganize your finances, uh, maybe you're paying a mortgage and rent or something like that. Mm-hmm. You just don't need a whole bunch more bills. Yeah, that's right. a good question. So, so I'll, I'll, yeah, good I'll work with somebody on that one. Uh, um, I still want to be paid, for sure. Right. but yeah. we can find a way to prioritize. And I'm doing that with a customer as we speak. Uh, I went in, I had a big long list, it was, Four or five thousand dollars worth of work. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to happen right away. But it was a menu pricing. Each item was priced individually, right. and they could well they could get competitive pricing if they wanted to, right. uh, or they could just say, okay, I can afford to do these three, which is what happened. I've done the, I've done the first three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the other thing about me as as a contractor generally, I, I had my chance to be a millionaire. I'm not I'm not trying to do that now. I just want to make a comfortable living, pay my bills, have a nice vacation every summer, Mm -hmm. uh, and then in some period of time ahead, retire. and I'm, I'm not trying to put down other contractors, but you know they've got higher overheads, they've got other goals in mind. Mm-hmm. So 
So my prices are generally quite reasonable. So I got a question for you, Peter. Um, when someone's living in a house and uh, they're obviously separating you, you targeted in on the cost and whatnot. What are some of the what are what are the thing, what do you think some of the pri- the the priorities should be when someone's going to sell their house? So let's say mm-hmm. the husband and wife are going to leave, exit that home, right, and they want to uh, fix up things in the house. What do you think is the best? The, the places that they're going to say. Best, best bang for the best buck. Best bang for the buck, yeah. Okay, so uh, obviously appearance. Um, you know, if the front door has uh, dog claw scratches on it. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got, you got to freshen that up. The other thing is that the obvious things have to work. All the doorknobs have to turn. All the taps have to turn and not come off in your mm-hmm. hand or spray mm-hmm. in 18 different directions. Right. You know, when the aerator gets plugged up and it sprays, you know, all those kinds of things, those are the first impressions. Mm-hmm. You know, the toilet should flush properly the first time. It right. shouldn't have to be the handle jiggled. Um, so those appearance things. And the other thing is anything that's obviously missing, a bit of trim somewhere or a door that's been taken off because in in their lifestyle they didn't need a door in that room mm-hmm. but a new person would probably want a door there those are not expensive things to do but they're the kinds of things that many people who aren't handy see as big roadblocks mm-hmm. right well and you know I, I mean this is going to sound pretty stereotypical but here it is. Um, <laughs> it, you know, I think of many women probably will, in that regard, need someone like yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because, I mean, most guys know how to fix toilets. And, you know, girls do, women surprised. do. Well, yeah, you'd right. Be you would be surprised how many times Our producer I, is shaking his head right now saying he doesn't know that. You'd be surprised <laughs> how many times I go that. into a home to fix something that the one of the residents had tried to fix and made it worse. Well, I mean, sometimes I, I bring people in just because I want it done. <laughs> you know, you talk about hanging a mirror. We had a contractor in a few years ago to renovate one of our bathrooms. And when bef- when I talked to him, I said, um, when you come in, I want you to quote from start to finish. And I mean start to finish. Everything. You will leave and there will be nothing left to do. And when he walked in the house to, to look at the job, I, I reiterated that. Because uh, God bless my husband, but he is not handy. He can do little things, but they might take three years. And so the poor guy had come back. The contractor had come back. And um, the mirrors weren't up yet. We hadn't decided which mirror to get. And um, he, I was out and my husband was working. And so he texted me, which mirror did you want up? And I said, no, no, it's okay. You don't have to do it. No, I told you. I would hang. I would, it would be done. So, but I, I think I think it's really good to hear like that kind of thing that you, that because a lot of contractors don't want want that right Right. and so for someone you know going through a situation where they are going through a separation or a divorce and are selling their home or not and the person the primary person in the family that used to do all that stuff is no longer there whether it be a man or you know the husband or the wife um to have those little things to just know you know what i can give you my honeydew list and maybe it's a one-time thing i give you the honeydew list and you do it absolutely but the other thing i thought of is you know some people go well i can't afford it we talked a little bit about money and I can't afford it but if you're looking to sell your home you can't afford not Not to to do it so I I forget who the contractor in Ottawa is but he's got uh, a sign up that says employ me 
your wife and your real estate agent will thank you. <laughs> and and I, think, I think that's really true. That's a great catchphrase. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who think they are handy Absolutely. and try to do things. And they're not. Right. They're okay for them to live in the house like that. It's like a sure. Yeah. But if you, if you want to get the best bang for your buck when you're trying to sell your home under those conditions, and obviously you do, mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think it's a small investment for a big return. Because I know when I have looked at homes and I go in, yes, I have a different point of view. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But every doorknob that doesn't doorknob on every tap that mm-hmm. doesn't flow water properly, to me, I'm going, okay, there's another job, there's another job, there's another job. It puts you off. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think, you know, a half day in most places gets rid of the honeydew list for the most part it's mm-hmm. not expensive a couple mm-hmm. hundred bucks maybe yeah so yeah. You, you touched on something peter um when so one of the thing one of the things i notice when couples are getting divorced is that one of the one of the partners has all the connections they deal with the trades guys yeah. they deal with the mechanic they yeah. deal with the insurance guys they do all kind of like they're the yeah, point they're, person they're the, the business person right yeah, they're the point person in their relationship and then when they separate that person takes all their contacts so that leaves one of the one of the partners with mm-hmm. no one to contact and no one to trust right right so um I guess, have you had many experiences dealing with people who are now on their own and haven't been for a long time? Do you do, you do Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Okay. And uh, I have an ongoing job at the moment um, where a woman's on her own now, uh, recently divorced, I mean months. Right. They, she has bought a, a new property mm-hmm. for her and, and the kids, and they need a couple of doors. Right. And... I don't know how she found me. I think it was through uh, Canfield Swap and Sell or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have a whole bunch of lists because it's exactly what you said. Yeah. Her ex would have either looked after it or knew the person to find to look after it. Right. right. And now I'm doing I'm doing those jobs for. Her. But historically, mm-hmm. that I've done a lot of that kind of thing. That mm-hmm. you know somebody goes, oh, I'm so glad I found you now. Right. You know, right. Yeah. No. There were quite a few people who were not happy about me leaving Toronto, believe me. <laughs> You're the go-to. I was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. I, like, you don't find very many general contractors who will do the honey-do list. Yeah. You know, it's it's beneath them. And, I mean, I'm, not, there, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong no, with no, no. wanting a higher the, level The bigger of, contractors who do, like, garages and houses and all that kind of stuff... Mm-hmm. Often employ me right. to go in after the fact to do that piece of trim that's loose, that bit mm. of tile that's not sticking properly, that cl- covered door that's not aligned right. Details. Because they don't want to take a guy off a big job. They're much happier to pay me to go in and look after 14 different things. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it hasn't happened so much here, but there was a few contractors in Toronto that we sort of stumbled across each other. Mm. I, I was doing some, some small work at one house and they were doing a major renovation at the next, and you know, standing over coffee and have a chat. Sure enough, the phone rings and says, listen, can you go there? I, I just want to get paid and I want to get them off my back. Can you just go and do whatever they need? <laughs> Done. Right. right. Yeah. I also noticed that you're uh, you're very active in the community. Well, yeah, so, and I, I touched on that stuff. earlier. That mm-hmm. you know, I make my living here, and I I, I believe it's important to give mm-hmm. back. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a big thing about trust too, right? It says 
you know, uh, like that you're giving back to the community, that you're supporting the community. And I think, do you think that that helps a little bit with helping to build a relationship with these people who are on their own now? Uh, it, it probably does, but that's not why I do it. Right. I do it for myself. Yeah. Right. Uh, but if it helps to build trust and helps to get my name out there, why not? Right. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. I mean, perhaps somebody's going to be looking at uh, a bunch of contractors and they're going to say, well, how do I figure out which one do I... Oh, this guy sponsored a few things, so maybe I'll get the phone call. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, absolutely. What's your biggest piece of advice for someone who is going through a separation um, where there is a house involved that may or may not have to be sold? Is there anything you would specifically say to them if they were sitting here in front of you today? Hmm. Um, I, I think that the thing is that don't panic. Hmm. Um, people ha- tend to have a knee-jerk reaction and immediately start feeling they have to do things it, it, right now. And I think sometimes it's better to sort of try and hold your breath, uh, maybe take advice, maybe have... So people to talk to and and then uh, move ahead um, there have been a couple occasions where I, you know I've dealt with customers who are in what I call panic mode and they're they're fixated on wanting to get something done mm-hmm. and when I go into the house I sort of think well that's item 487 on the priority list well, what about this over here right. and they don't see this over here but it's because they're in panic mode and they're they're not able to sort of sit down, take a breath, come up with a with a, a better priority. And I have done that with people. I've I've said, mm-hmm. you know what? I think this is more important. And sometimes they defer because of my profession. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they've got it in their mind and okay, you're the customer. If that's what you want to do, that's what we'll do. Right. Right. But I but I think the the, the, the don't panic thing mm-hmm. is that's is really important. Advice. As I think we all get in a situation where we do, because especially with people going through divorces and separations, they are already in panic mode because there's so many things coming at them. But great advice on the house end that, you know, don't. It it can sit for a week or two. It doesn't have to happen this week. You're not going to get the house on the market today. Mm-hmm. Uh, without a real estate agent coming in and saying, you know, you have a few little things you need to look after. Okay, right. so let's look after them. Yeah, yeah. And you also probably have like a good network of people. Like if there's something outside of maybe your comfort zone that you can't deal with, you you probably have a good network as well, right? Actually, that's one of the things I consider is my strength is that if something's out of my comfort zone, I have no issue with telling somebody it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or saying, look, I've never done this. I'm quite happy to do it. But you understand you're going to be my, my first one. And if it doesn't turn out well, I get, I get the professional in after me to put it right. I've mm-hmm. never had to, right. but uh, I have no problem uh, getting my, some of my network in and saying, this, is, this one's beyond me. Give me a hand. Right. And I think that's sort of part of the collaboration of DivorceNet itself is the fact that this is why we have people like you in the organization because as divorcing professionals, whether it be you know financial analysts and, and, and mortgage people and realtors and lawyers, it's good for us. We see lots of people coming and selling their houses, buying houses, trying to figure their finances out. And it's a really great resource for us to say, look at you need that, that honeydew list done here. 
go to Chosen Hill, right? And so I think that's sort of one of the wonderful things about DivorceNet is yep. that we're using it as a collaborative effort for people who are going through challenging situations. And of course, it's the same for me. You know, somebody could find me and not know about DivorceNet. Right. Right. And I can say to them, you know, do you need some help? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's a resource for you. Yeah. Because it may be that they've started, they've gone into panic mode and they right. started at the wrong end of the list. Absolutely. Right. They're in yeah. the middle or to, mm-hmm. at the back end. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, wor- they're worried about fixing up the house and they haven't talked to a lawyer. They haven't talked to a real estate agent. They, maybe they need some counseling. They haven't done all any of those things yet. And there I am trying to do all those things for them right. <laughs> because right. I'm the first one through the door. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. That's yeah. Good point. You're like the quarterback almost. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. And like I say, it has happened. Good. Well, thank you for joining us today, Peter. Um, just before we go, can you uh, let the listeners know where and how they can get a hold of you? Okay. So um, I have a Facebook page, uh, chosenhill.handyman. Uh, I have a website, uh, chosenhill.ca. And should I bother giving phone numbers? Sure, yeah? sure. Okay. why not? Uh, uh, so it's obviously 613-581-7560. Or they can reach me by email, or they can send me a text, actually, that's fine too. Or an email at peter at chosenhill.ca. Right. And they can also find you on divorcenet.ca as well. Of yeah. course they can. Have a profile yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. Great. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you very much. Okay. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly divorce podcast. You can find this and other great podcasts from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload weekly audio, video, and blog content.